Creative Talk, your weekly marketing podcast for tips, tricks, and hacks on how you can get more value for your business. I'm your host, Kabraska King, author of the book, Five Steps to Creative Marketing, and managing director of King Creative Media. We are coming to the end of this global pandemic, and I, for one, am freaking excited to actually see the end of this stupid, whatever you want to call it, come to an end. I feel like it's gone on for much longer than it needed to. Obviously, we're trying to save lives. We're trying to do as much as we can to reduce cases increasing. But what I feel has happened is we have dramatically impacted the livelihoods of people in business, people working in their day-to-day jobs, and the basic essentials of life itself, and how the freedoms have been impacted as well. There's been a lot of change that we have all had to endure, and it's been an arduous task for a lot of people around the world. So I, for one, am glad that we are getting closer to seeing the end of this side of things. And as we go through that process, and the topic we're going to talk about today is how can you prepare your business for a post-COVID working relationship. That's what we're going to talk about today in Creative Talk. So let's begin. What does post-COVID even mean? Like before it wasn't even thought of as a potential issue, before large corporate entities like Virgin, Crown Casino, Uber were all considered to be the most structured and safe types of businesses on the planet. You never had concerns about them not being able to function. You just assumed that they would always function. But because of what's happened, you know, there's been a lot of businesses, large and small, that have literally had to reallocate and rethink the way that they're going to have to do business, not just now, but well into the future. And what we've been preparing with our clients for is not just what's been happening now, but how are things going to be once this is all finished? And more importantly, what can you do as a business owner or as an employee to really make sure that you're doing the best that you can in order to make the most of what's going to happen post this event? So let's have a talk about, you know, probably the three biggest things that we see is going to happen and impact business of all shapes and sizes, not just large, global, but also small to medium business. The three things that's going to impact your business post-COVID ending. Let's talk about that. Number one, supply is still going to be an issue. What is supply? Depending on if you have a product and you need to sell it to the market, the supply of that is going to be impacted. We have clients that sell products in JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, you know, you name it in the retail stores as well as digital. They have products that they need to sell and they need to sell them frequently. Now, Because a lot of these products are actually manufactured in the China area, there has been some impacts on having supply met, which means there's going to be an issue after this, uh, after, after this completes, you know, after COVID ends, 
there's going to be an issue of supply and stock being available. In some cases, some brands like Apple in our regions has actually run out of stock and they won't be restocking for a number of months. Now that just shows you the impact on how something as big as COVID can impact not just small businesses, but large. If you're a small business and you are looking at operating and relying on foot traffic, your supply of customers is going to be impacted. People still aren't in the functioning mode of going back to their jobs, going back to their offices. You know, we're based in Melbourne, in Docklands, where it's like a corporate hub of over 60,000 people that come into this space every day, and it's been dwindled down to around two to 3,000. Now, what that means for all these small business owners that live, operate, and work in Docklands is that they've had to rethink the way that they do business. You know, part of my time during this has actually been going out to support them, supporting local business, talking to the owners, giving my advice on how they can support, and actually spending my own money to get behind them and give them the support that they need. Because even after COVID finishes, they're still going to be impacted. It's still going to take not just days or weeks, but months for people to get back to their normal way of operating and their normal way of being. So supply, whether you're a small or a large company, whether you're selling product in retail, or whether you're relying on stock being available for your customers that come into your face-to-face store, all of it's gonna be impacted, and it's gonna take months for that to come back. So what you can do is look at how you can change your offer. Look at the services that you do have access to that has plentiful stock, that has ways of you being able to mitigate the stock and the supply and the demand that is gonna hinder you from making the important sales that you need in order to keep the business afloat over the next couple of months. The second thing that we've been looking at is basically customers. Now customers have been impacted in a number of ways. You know, there used to be a time before this, say last year, there was like a calendar that you could always depend on on when people are gonna be spending money, when people are gonna be driving to events, when people are gonna be looking at doing something online. And now that entire calendar has been completely blown to shit. It doesn't exist in this world of COVID. And it certainly won't exist in this post world of COVID either. And so what that really means is you need to start thinking about how your customers have been dealing with you up till now and how they're going to be dealing with you going forward, going into the future as well. It's probably vital to think about what is the most important part around you and your business is how you interact with your customers. You know, we have customers all over the world and for the last like two and a half, three months, we've been dealing and working with Zoom as a platform to designate and facilitate all the things that we need to do. And it's only one of the ways that we've changed from going out and meeting our clients face-to-face to now having to deal face-to-face but through digital means instead. So how will your customers be impacted and what are the services that you can do to make the process of coming back and spending money with you that much easier. 
Or what is the offering that you can do to build confidence back for your customers so that they don't look at your competition, instead they come to you quicker, faster and sooner than anyone else? Those are the strategies we're developing when it comes to customers. It's, yes, acknowledging the fact of what we've been through. Yes, also acknowledging the fact that we need help to get back to where we were. And yes, telling them that you're going to be here. Here's what we have available over the next two to three months so that you can stay in business. The third and final part with regards to what's going to change post-COVID is... Do you actually need to have an office? (laughs) Now this is quite interesting for those businesses who have a designated place. Say you're a hairdresser, or you are a restaurant owner, or you're a bar, or you're one of those nightclubs, you have a facility that you need people to come to. That's not gonna change for you guys. That's pretty much gonna stay the same. But let's say that you are a corporate company like ANZ and you have 6,000 people in your office and suddenly you've realized we can actually still operate while working at home. Granted, the security protocols aren't there, but you could actually operate any business while working at home. And I've already had a number of discussions with big global corporate companies this week around how they're looking to actually save budget for this year on cost not by firing their staff because they want to keep good people, especially those that work from home to handle the load that they had to working through these difficult times. They don't want to, they don't want to tarnish those people. They don't want to get rid of them just because they did their job. They want to keep them. But there's also this massive amount of cost where they've realized maybe we don't actually need half of the things that we thought we did. And an office space is really expensive, no matter what size of business you are in. An office is probably the biggest expense that any business has. And there's always been this debate around whether having one is actually worthwhile. Most people think that it is. Most people think that, yes, it is a great way for you to kind of put your mark on a place and and a designation. It's a great way to build team and camaraderie and you build up a great uh, network of clients coming in and seeing what you guys are up to. It's, it's great for all those things, for trainings, for facilities, for events. Having an office space is brilliant. But in a post-COVID world, do people really care? Or is it really functioning around what matters most that people are going to be focusing on from now until the end of the year and beyond? We kind of think that people are going to focus on looking after people first and cutting costs back to really support those people, which is important. It's vital. Any business needs good people. We need great people to work with our company in order for us to do the things we do and to look after the clients that we have as well. And so in a post-COVID world, the businesses are now looking at all their cost structures What is important? What is impactful? What can they keep? And what can they absolutely get rid of? And what's interesting for me is that an office space is quite high on their priority list, which before COVID, that was never going to happen. It was never a thing. And these are probably the three biggest things that I've seen from working within the industry that we're in, which is marketing and dealing with the brands that we deal with, large and small, global and local. 
you know, how the conversations are evolving and looking at how we can really support the structure going forward. You know, if you are a business owner, you know, my heart goes out to you regardless of whether you're still in business or not. My heart goes out to you because what we've been through is unprecedented times. We are now going to go through even more trialing times, getting us back to where we were. And only if we work together, only if we support one another, and only if we can share knowledge and information with one another, are we going to be able to make it through. So, with that in mind, if there are any business owners out there, if there are any people, marketing people out there that need some advice, need some help, or just need some support, by all means, please reach out to our podcast, follow us, send us a message, send me an email. And I'll make sure that we will give you the support that we can as much as we can. And I'll even make sure that I can give you a copy of my book so that you get something from us, regardless of whether we're able to talk to you or not. It is vital that at these times, we are there for one another and that we can do as much as we can with what we have available. And that is really how we're going to make it through a post-COVID world. And I'm KB, and you're listening to Creative Talk.